From the shores of the Colorado River on the beautiful Parker Strip, you're listening to the Parker Livecast. I'm joined in the studio, my friends, by Captain Kurt Bagby at the La Paz County Sheriff's Office. How are you doing? Good morning. And also Lieutenant Schlecht from the La Paz County Sheriff's Office. What's happening? He's excited. He's really he sounds excited, here. yeah. Hey, um, so a couple months ago, I did this uh, article on Parker Live, and it was about the new voter, uh, not, not voter ID law, but voter ID law, voter card that they have in California now, where it's this, uh, you know, essentially by 2025 or so, every voter is going to have to have this. Yes. Uh, and it's... You know, a weird new thing because it's kind of like, well, California side, they need it, but Arizona residents don't need it. And that brought up this whole conversation about which states laws are enforced on the Colorado River, because, of course, the Colorado River is by its nature. That state line is right down the middle. So you're always if you're in a boat going up the Colorado River, you're going in and out of Arizona and California all the time. It's just a federal waterway. They both have jurisdiction. They both have jurisdiction. Okay. Yes. So this is why you're here, because I wanted to a- just ask you a couple of these questions, and I know you're the guy to ask. Are you the boating officer now? Are you the guy that runs that division? I run the boating department right now. Yes. The D- boating, boating department. So that means basically like, yeah. and how many officers do you have in and out of there? You, you have officers that do nothing but boating enforcement? In the summer season, yes. There's four officers and myself. Okay, and then so uh, along this stretch, the Parker Strip mostly, and and that the Parker Strip, we run down uh, Ehrenberg Way. There's a total of about 117 miles that we have. Okay, okay. Well, so this is man, that's a huge it's, stretch of river. It's for, busy down at the Hippie Hole and Cibola too. Oh yeah, I even forgot about that. So yeah, I'm I'm always thinking about the Parker Strip, which of course you know is is a is the busiest section, I'm sure, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, but the Colorado River, just by its very nature, you have San Bernardino County sheriffs out there too, and and so both sides have law enforcement. Yes, there's uh, La Paz, San Bernardino County, uh, State Game and Fish are the three main that we have out here. Mm-hmm. Uh, the tribes do have a boating enforcement unit. Yeah. And uh, so this is multiple agencies, but yes. I think largely the ones I see out there most are you guys. Um, yes. for the most part. And so anyway, you're, you're the right, you're the right person to ask, but which state's laws are enforced on the Colorado river. And if you think about something like the voter card law, um, it, it's an interesting one because if, as far as I know, it refers to the resident, not the vessel and not the side of the river or anything like that. It's about the residency of the, the residency. operator of the boat. So yeah. it's, they live in California. They come here to Arizona. So they stay inside the Keys, which is on the Arizona side. They mm-hmm. have a watercraft that's registered Arizona. Okay. They get stopped by San Bernardino. Uh, San Bernardino asks them where they reside. They say, oh, we're staying here in the Keys. Well, no, where do you live? Mm-hmm. Oh, we live in uh, L.A. Well, right. you need that card. So where is your residency? Residency, yes. Okay, I got you. And so, but you guys aren't going to enforce that. We don't enforce that. No, just like California, you have to be 16 to operate a watercraft. Arizona, you only have to be 12. Right. I wonder when that's going to change. Do you think that's going to change? It will eventually change. Yes. Yeah, because 12 seems really young to be behind the seat of a like a, a, behind the wheel of a huge boat. Oh yeah, it is. <laughs> it <laughs> you is have a 40 really... foot boat, and you're 12 years old. That's your designated driver. 
Yeah, it's you know, just so board. crazy, right? <laughs> yeah, and and so, but yet you have to. I mean, you have to enforce the laws that are on the books. Right, we enforce our Arizona Title Five. Uh, that's what our guys do. Now, California, listen, it doesn't matter what side of the river you're on. We only divide that line in the river when there's an accident. If there's a, a boating accident and it happens on the California shore or next to the California shore, mm-hmm. we offer it to San Bernardino first. It's a stat thing. Okay. That way. Okay. So, but the, but the you're... rest of it. Well, when, write... they, when they say stat, it's not like people think about when we get tickets, we need a stat. It has to do with the waterway stats and that... how you get insurance and everything else for your boats and yeah, all that stuff. Well, I'm just amazed. Okay, so that's a really useful thing for me to know. So right off the bat, you're saying that line goes down the middle of the river, but that line doesn't matter to you guys. No. On almost any other area of enforcement. Doesn't matter for anything enforcement on the water except for the boating collisions. That's that's, that's it. it. Wow. Okay. Well, that's a clear answer right there off the bat that I wasn't expecting. I thought there was at so, least some areas where it mattered. So for the listeners, use the marijuana example. Yeah. Well, the, well, let's do a marijuana example. I like uh, asking Schleck to talk and then I sit back and just <laughs> <laughs> So, ca- oh, well, okay. So, so uh, I mean, it used to be that um, there was no marijuana ever allowed anywhere, pretty much. Now, uh, then, you know, California put in a medical program. We now have a medical program on the Arizona side. Now it's stepped up another level where California has recreational marijuana and uh, Arizona is probably going to be next and join that. But for right now, I'm saying, I think, I, you guys don't think so? No, 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 no. Oh, I, th- no. I thought that look was like, oh, no. I'm not sure, not so sure. But I, I really think that is, that's the way it's, it's going. It's because it's, right now it's a, we don't have a specific answer. We're kind of like, oh, I, no, brought I, know, up, I, I brought up a bad subject that there's no exact <laughs> answer, but that's why I want him to answer it. Right, <laughs> right, because it's fun. It's fun no. to throw, throw him It's fun on. to throw him under the bus. Yeah. So go ahead, Schleck. Let's see what you have to say. Well, here's, no, here's my question. So on the, on the subject of marijuana, on the California side, it's legal uh, – <laughs> Under certain circumstances, but the, the circumstances are pretty wide where people can smoke marijuana or use marijuana recreationally or possess it, I guess, is where you'd probably, you know, it would probably matter for enforcement. Um, on the Arizona side, not. So the question is. If I pull over a boat if and you, they have marijuana and they're California registered, they fall under our laws anyway. They are stopped by an Arizona officer. So it, in that situation, it's not their residency that matters. It's no. you're the agency pulling them over. Correct. Wow. We have jurisdiction. They have jurisdiction. If we happen to catch you, then it doesn't you're going to fall under our rules. We're not going to go by theirs and say, oh, you can keep it and you can have it over there. But that, that raises the specter of somebody on the California side sitting in a boat on the shoreline or near the shoreline uh, being busted for – a law that's legal in, in California. But they're but, on a federal waterway. Okay. So then that's discontinue the Arizona and the California law, just go with federal law. I gotcha. Okay. I see. So we're just putting it out there. It's just. No, that's interesting. It's this is a, why I'm asking, right? It's just cautionary. It is, yeah. Are our guys going to go out and look for California residents with marijuana and try to bust them? No. Not at all. Right. So you're saying we're not out to do that. No, not no. at all. But um, he's just explaining that on that waterway, it is a different law. I got you. No, and, that's, yeah. this is why I'm asking. This is all very good stuff. So now let's say, um, you know, I, know, I would imagine that the more practical thing that would happen would be you would be pulled over, not because a, an officer cared what anyone was smoking necessarily, but m- more because maybe they were driving recklessly or speeding or whatever. Well, there's no direct speeding right on the river. It's reasonable prudent. Just like 
out on the street, I need probable cause to stop you in a patrol in a, in a car. Yeah. Okay. On a boat, I don't. I can just turn on the lights, pull you over, and tell you I'm doing a safety inspection. Okay. You got to show me your life jackets, your Type Four throwable, your fire extinguisher, everything yeah, yeah. that you're required to have. I don't need a reason to stop you. Right. I'm not saying these guys are out doing that, and they know not to do that. This is our livelihood out here. This is what keeps Parker alive is this river. Right, so you're not enforcing back just no, for the I'm sake of— No, I'm not telling them to go out there and try to nail everything under the sun. Just yeah. go out there and keeps. have people be safe. Right. There's two sides to it. Don't push the people away and scare them, but let's not go back to the 90s when people were dying every weekend. Right. Or 80s or 80s, yeah. 90s, whatever it was. Yeah, there were literally a lot of fatalities out on the river all the time, right? Yes. And so not anymore, which is great. It's been good. It's been good. Um, but partly because of enforcement, better enforcement than there was back then. Right. So now uh, someone's doing something reckless. Your officer pulled them over. That's when maybe a, a marijuana-related thing might come in more just because an officer can't ignore it if, if it's there. Is that more? Is that accurate to say? Yeah, we won't ignore it. I mean, if we make the stop for, say, the guy splashes another boat and he's reckless, so we stop him and then he turns out to be OUI. Yeah. So we pick him up for that, and right there in plain view is marijuana. Well, there's another charge. We're not okay. going to say, oh, well, it's California registered. You're a California guy. No, right. it doesn't happen. Right. Okay. And what do you think splashing? When people are whipping their boat too close to another and putting people at, at risk by throwing their, their basic Personal weight. Personal watercraft, yeah. spraying other things. Spraying people and, and that sort it's of thing. It's something yep. that draws their attention. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, well, that answers a lot of it, I think, right there, because really what the confusion is, is you have um, agencies in play from different states and the feds. You have um, residency in play. You have vessels in play. You know, where where are they registered to? Uh, you have sides of the river. I mean, so there's all these things that are kind of confusing for people on, on enforcement, but you've made it really simple right now. So essentially... You're on this federal waterway. It's all treated from shore to shore it, identically, basically, by both sides, except they're going to enforce the laws of their state. Right. Who they? What colors they wear. Say San Bernardino wears theirs, and they yeah. enforce their law. We're La Paz. We enforce ours. We, we enforce the, the Arizona law. Same thing could be said on both sides if a Calif- if a somebody has a gun. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like our marijuana. Yeah. If somebody has a gun, San Bernardino is going to take that a little bit differently than we would because you can have a gun. But the way you transport it matters right. in California. Yeah. Well, okay. Or even if you have one. You know, I mean, if you have one in California, I think that it has to be like in a lockbox, like in a trunk. It's got all these guidelines. You can't maybe be loaded. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Right. You can't wear it on your hip and all that stuff. can't wear it on like your hip where we can. Yeah. Same thing with marijuana on the flip side. They're just. Yeah. And I mean, that, that even that stuff depends on where you are because if you're on BLM land, you know, that's a slightly different thing in California than if you're on the road. Yeah. So it's it's crazy. Okay. So that but that that makes a lot of sense. And I think uh it should let people know that, you know, the laws of the laws of the river uh, are are actually both states' laws in a certain way. Uh I mean I wouldn't be comfortable breaking either state's law on that <laughs> on that river. Right? I mean it's good to have. Just go on the website and take the class, even if you're not a California resident, just Take the class. It's $10, and you get this card, and it lasts a lifetime. And, and all then it is, though, education. Is, isn't it just for, like, money, revenue? It is. I mean— Does it provide you anything other than no, state re- revenue? Right. Yeah. There's nothing will will Arizona go to it? I'm hoping they do it for the revenue aspect of it, and I think it would be great. That's what we need to do. So you're saying that uh, this voter card is pretty good in a way because it lets people 
It's I mean, I, I'm amazed that you can get behind the wheel of of a giant boat that can that's a really powerful. I mean, they're designed to be powerful. You know, a lot of the boats out here are um, and not you don't need any qualifications whatsoever, especially right. in our confined space in the river. Yeah, I mean, it's it's educational. I mean, take it. We get yelled at all the time for these OUIs. We're stopping people out there. We're wrecking your fun. Okay. Now you're in something that doesn't have a seatbelt, doesn't have turn indicators, doesn't have lights, yeah. headlights, anything like that. You get into a wreck. You can't stand outside there and just wait for right. No, I hear you. Somebody I... to come. So we're getting bitched out of the car. It's like, oh yeah, I got a DUI. Yeah. Okay, big deal. Oh, I got a damn OUI. They're wrecking. They're wrecking my fun. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's kind of hard to search for you when you fall out of your boat. Right. No, it's true. Uh, no, I, I understand that. I mean, I really do. And I think that uh, there is a big resistance to this in the boater community, uh, the boater card thing. Um, people do tend to think of, well, it falls into a couple of categories. I think some people see it's big government. They don't like the idea of government regulating more and, and all that kind of stuff. And I mean, uh, to a certain extent, and anything that the government does can be called big government if you don't like it. So to that, so that's one thing. But um, it, it it would be consistent. I mean, it, it kind of. I think if if there wasn't a driver's license required, I mean, and there was a point where driver's licenses in the early history of automobiles weren't required to drive an automobile. I think if driver's licenses weren't required, and the government said, "Okay, we're going to start demanding that people you know pass a test to drive," uh, people would pull that same card. They'd be like, "Hey." You know, this is big government. You get out of my way. You know, um, don't tread on me. But I, uh, yeah, it's uh, so the same thing is of course going to happen with the with the voter card thing. But it does make some degree of sense. Uh, do, yeah. Is it just a citation if you get pulled over? Do they tow your boat? No, it's a citation. They're all. I know it'd be hard to tow boats, but you, I mean, you oh, can. we tow them, we impound them, and all that good stuff. But uh, it's just a. Like if you get pulled over, we'll right give you a for, site for it, and then they're going to have to get it and have to comply with it. I'm sure that's how San Bernardino's going to run it or California's going to run it. You don't have it, and you're at the in the year that you're supposed to have it. You don't have it. You're going to get the citation for it, and then in order to clear that up, you're going to have to show proof, just like here. We and show it's only ten dollars. I think it's I think it's ten bucks. Yeah, yeah. It's it's not a whole lot of money that you that you have to spend on this thing. <laughs> no. Um. And so okay. So so the. The California residents are going to need it. Now, there's a couple of interesting things about this card, though, that I noted here, uh, because it says that this applies to vessels being used on California waterways. And um, so, Mike, I guess where I got this slightly off was, you know, is the Colorado River a California waterway? Like, could you could you say I'm going to stick to the Arizona side? No, no. It it's, a, it's a federal waterway. It's just basically what they're saying is wherever California can patrol, mm -hmm. legally patrol, and enforce the laws. Which they can on the whole Colorado they can River. Here, yeah. Then that's where it's required. Okay, got it. And, they can't it, go to Alamo Lake. Right. That's and so it doesn't authorities. matter where the vessel's registered. So you could have a boat that's registered in Arizona. I think a lot of people do from California because they register it in and they keep it in parks. It's probably right? cheaper too in Arizona. It is a lot. It's cheaper. To okay, register. so yeah, so a lot of people with Arizona registered vessels are actually California residents, and they'll come here to take it out on the river and all of that, and then go home. Uh, they still need the boater card. It's not. It's not where the boat's registered. It's the. It's, it's the person. The person that's operating the boat. Okay. Right. Yeah. I mean, how how much are they going to dig into that? I don't know. 
Uh, right now, right. they're going to ask quite a bit because it's it's new. But later on, they're going to see the Arizona watercraft. Are they going to dig that deep to yeah. find out exactly where you live just to give you that ticket? I don't know. Yeah, so this law, and for people who don't know, it's, right now it's only boaters under the age of 20. I actually think this is also a pretty smart rollout because it go it. it goes in sort of uh, ages, age brackets. So it's uh, from the age of 20 uh, under, and then it's under the age of 25 by next January, and then 35 by 2020 and 40 by 2020. And, and it'll be everybody by about 2025. And so it's kind of a, this slow rollout. Um, someone on our uh, Facebook says, so it's a citation, which means that the operator without a card, uh, drives away, even though he hasn't taken the class. How is that right? Shows it, it's a revenue source. If it wasn't about money, uh, shouldn't that operator not be allowed to drive away since they're not competent according to the state of California? I don't think there's any question. It's just a revenue thing. You, so you, even you guys, you say, okay, it's I mean, probably it's not a our law. Thing. I don't know what they base it off right. of, but to me, it just seems like it's just a revenue thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, it, it doesn't go like on the point system in a vehicle, you get stopped Right on your driver's license. And, well, you I mean, say it's a tagged. revenue thing. That's a little cynical because it is about safety, is it not? I mean, they they do make this yeah, class a re a prerequisite. Right. Now, I mean, they're trying to get the safety out there, so now they're basically forcing you to get that safety out there by giving you this. Right. These you have to have this card, so they're making you get educated in boating laws and yeah. things like that. But they're all. It's, it also helps that they're making a little dough. Yeah. Now, where will this dough go? Do you guys know on the California thing? Will it go to the legislature generally or will it go to, to disperse or will it go right back into boating? I mean, it sounded like whenever you said you wouldn't mind, you know, that revenue on the Arizona side, that it would that you're thinking about boating enforcement and like going back into the system. I'm sure somewhat. part of it will just like when you get fuel at the pumps, part of that tax on there goes to boating. OK, yeah. So, like in Arizona, a lot goes to state parks, right? Because they they. It goes to state parks. We don't have the the SLIF fund, State Lake Improvement Fund anymore. That used to be, yeah, that used funding... to be a revenue source for enforcement, didn't it? And and for yeah, I mean that's what paid for the boathouse and, and yeah. things like that. But they don't. It's not there anymore. Right. Um, Alyssa said, uh, especially considering people who rent personal watercraft aren't held to the standard, and they're likely the most dangerous on the water. Yeah, that's true. There's this boater card law. In California, that basically says if you're renting a if you're renting a vessel in California waterways, which would, would include here uh, by that definition, that you don't need the card. And uh, she says, you know, the, the the commenter here is basically saying those are the people that need it the most. The safety. I, I, I agree. That's silly. If yeah. you want to rent, because then you're not even used to it. Right, you know? and I guess they would just. The reason it probably doesn't fall under that is because they're like, it, it would kill the rental yeah, it industry. People from renting. Yeah. And right. so they're, they're now saying, they have their own separate rules when you're a rental company like that. They have yeah. certain guidelines they need to follow. So they I wonder if they could just have a separate a separate thing for that. Yeah. Like, hey, you know, you have to take this 10 minute thing. I don't think they <laughs> want to mess with any of the businesses, though. You know, right. when... Yeah. Yeah. No, I think that's true. And I mean, this is every law. It's worth uh, keeping in mind that every law is kind of political. You know, you have to be able to do something. It, whatever you get through is going to be politically feasible to get through and if you're going to kill an entire industry you're going to have less support for it and all that kind of stuff so it's hard to get it through um which is why people get involved in making laws right yeah i mean <laughs> that's where it gets all tainted that's where it gets I'm not tainted. saying this one i'm just saying in general well and you were making a good point um about enforcement and the fact that you guys enforce you you guys don't 
agree or disagree with the laws that you have to enforce. It's irrelevant. Uh, like you, it, whether you consider them good laws or bad laws, moral laws or not moral laws, ethical laws or unethical laws, it doesn't really matter to. It may matter, but we can't let it affect what we decide on. You have to go and do it. And, yeah. and people don't don't always keep that in mind to say, oh, these cops coming over and bust me for this when, you know, it's a stupid law. Well, that that can't really play into how you enforce. Right. Well, yeah. I had that whole thing. So for the listeners out there, I'd started writing an article that I just could not get any traction on that I gave to John this morning on law enforcement compared to opinion enforcement. <laughs> right. And, and I'm trying to explain to the public that just because there's laws out there that, you know, you've got people on different ends of the spectrum. Oh, that's a stupid law. They shouldn't enforce it. And you got the person on the other end saying, absolutely, because somehow or way they were affected by that law. And then they battle on Facebook because we made an arrest on something. Yeah. And then they start getting mad. Well, why would they even care? It's like, well, if we start caring <laughs> and we start basing our decision on whether we arrest somebody based on our own moral guidelines, mm -hmm. and I'm not saying morally, I'm just saying like whether we support it, then that's bad. All right. So that's over here on this side, the opinion stuff of an individual officer or this right. or that. And then the strictly the law is on the other side. But somewhere in the middle there is department policy right and and so there is some discretion on like what is the department going to focus on not necessarily on? because the department policy cannot supersede the law it can't but you could decide some things are going to be a higher priority for enforcement than others right right and so you could say like you know this thing is is lower on our priority list or on our radar right now and this thing's higher this so thing a very is good a very good example would be is lieutenant schlecht going to tell his officers the guys and gals out there go look for californians carrying marijuana so we can make a point right exactly no exactly not going to happen you know that that is something to where so even though you could do that under the law so right? that that completely goes against what I'm saying right now yeah. because that's something where I'm going to say okay no that's a bit but, but uh, what I'm saying is you're not being inconsistent what you're saying is an individual officer's opinion or this or that is not as of uh, is not of Shouldn't matter. relevance right but department policy can prioritize or, or or can can try to be very reasonable about the way laws are are enforced yeah uh, especially the way they're enforced because it's different I think you know, it's almost like the seatbelt thing where, you know, um, if you're pulled over for something else and you happen not to be wearing the seatbelt, you know. Let's say a guy's born again. Yeah. He's a born again Christian mm -hmm. and he becomes the head of his church. Yes. But because of a cold case law, we learn of something he did 20 years ago. A lot of people are going to be angry. It's like, I'll leave him alone. Why would you go after him? You know, he's a good guy now. He's the head of our church. He's this and that. But I mean, if the DNA pops up and something comes up, we don't get to sit there and say, oh, he's a good guy. Now. He's a nice guy. Yeah, let's not let's not <laughs> let's not go after that. I'm trying no. to use just something random. That's no, exactly. Has yeah. nothing to do with anything that won't affect anybody. But, no, it makes a lot of a lot of sense. Yeah. Where what is the what does the federal laws come into this? I mean, are, is there a separate set of federal laws for governing waterways that you guys have to care about? Or is that mostly for federal agencies? There's a whole set of different laws for that. I mean, they're the same. They're just coded different in where it goes. So mm -hmm. Game and Fish, they're... U.S. They're Game and Fish? Well, Arizona State Game and Fish, they can write under that too. I mean, it's okay. where we write it into and what court it goes to. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, there are codes, I believe, man. So I, I really, a federal code. really a lot comes down to, or at least a certain amount comes down to the agency that pulls you over. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. 
Uh, someone in our um, chat room says, uh, it, "It just got on here. Is Parker Strip or Havasu voters required to have this lo- this card if they're California residents?" I guess is the answer there, right? Yes. Um, so what happens with the guy or gal who have actually a permanent residence here in the Keys or wherever? They have it. Yes. They, I mean, they're homeowners here, but I mean, not their a permanent state of residency right. is. California. So that's where they're trying to catch. I suppose it matters probably most where your driver's license is from, right? Is that a big consideration for law enforcement? That is because I mean, we, I, I live here, so I have an Arizona driver's license. If I, and that is part of the factors, I'm sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, okay. So, so yeah, the guy just jumped on, so he's missing all the, all the stuff. So uh, you, you can actually go back and watch this on Facebook. We're going to have it on there. Uh, but he's saying, um, Typically, watercraft owners don't carry ID, uh, especially uh, personal watercraft riders. How would they know? Same thing can be said for kids at the at the beach who are drinking, who say they're 21, but nobody has their ID on them. You just have to find a way. Find a way to f- find out. You ask them information. If they are, they've got. There's a database so you can compare their features. Well, I think you that. said earlier, like, where do your kids go to school? Mm-hmm. Yeah, is that is that? That's bit? one of the questions they'll ask. I mean, they know the yeah. little ten-year-old kid is not going to lie to them. They're, hey, where do you go to school? <laughs> okay. Yeah. The parent, oh. look, parent looks. Parent looks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Where do you? Where do the kids go to school? India. Oh, well, then this mm-hmm. is this is what you need to do. Yeah, it is an interesting area. I mean, so. the card just put it in a Ziploc baggie, just like they do the registration if they're on personal watercraft. I mean, throw it in there. You need it on the water, not in your car. So why yeah. keep it in your wallet? Just throw it in there. What would you say are the biggest issues on the river now? I mean, when it comes to the vast majority of sort of law enforcement uh, activities on the water, is it about OUI a lot, or is it about uh, recklessness, or what? What's what's going on out there? Um, OUI is not so much. I mean, the guys. Uh, when I first took over, we had 43 of them in a season, and mm-hmm. they've been dropping off slowly. They're getting a lot of designated drivers, which is great. That's amazing. Um, That's what you we want. We still get the ones out there that they turn their lights on on their boat. It's now sunset, and they're pulling the skier. They know that nobody can see the boat, yeah. so they have their lights on, but then there's a guy at the end of a 150-foot rope. Right, right. In the water, so that's one of them. And Well, and is that is that um, the, the, is the law enforced according to official sunset time sunset time i mean official sunset time yes if we want to go out there and be jerks official sunset time is this yeah we don't we give you more time after that okay because we can still see and everything else we're not hard so we'll start at one dam and go all the way up as long as all the way down and say listen it's time you guys need to stop skiing get the personal watercrafts off the water so it's more again the focus on safety not on necessarily like sighting people all the time but you're right though because he's had instances where people don't they're not learning from their warnings and he's had to go to the official. You've had to look up the official sunset time. Yeah, we'll court. look it up and we'll make sure we know the exact sunset time, and then we'll give him another thirteen to fifteen minutes. Right, and that way we know. Yeah, I mean, there's because okay. that's the way the law is written, right? Is right. that uh, the the when uh, the big gaseous ball is behind the mountain <laughs> and you can't see it, it's sunset. Yeah, but the, there's still twilight and everything else. You can right. still see. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But if you want to be technical, it is past sunset. Got a question from a guy called Jose who says, "My question is, if law enforcement officers." Uh, smell marijuana coming from a boat, will they stop them even if they see the driver isn't smoking? Okay, so what I'm going to say is we're not going to account for all Arizona officers. Okay. You know, there is something called discretion where I, I think it would, I'm going to tell you like hypothetically, it would seem reasonable that if you're seeing a boat with a California registration, 
and you smell it and you don't think it's the, the one big caution is we still don't want people smoking. It doesn't matter what state in operating a vessel right. or a car right. or a plane or helicopter, whatever it is, yeah. whatever it is. So, I mean, there's, there's too many factors to answer a black and, you know, there's no black and white answer to that, but would we seek it out? I can't imagine anybody under our command is going to go seeking out Californians. That's they, the only way we can answer fair because there's too many California agencies. But I'm, I'm sorry, sure Arizona that agencies. I'm sure that some of your officers on the water smell weed from time to time. Yeah, but you don't know where we're in the open air. We're there, so if they're floating down by the beach and there's a breeze and there's a few boats that go by, how do we figure yeah. that? It could be coming off the shore. It could be coming from any boat. So, so they're not in the practice of. I'm going to say that it's not probably going to happen, but yeah. I don't want to be. No, but I, I, I just picture in the mind, and I, I know where Jose is coming from because this question crosses people's minds. If you smell it. Um, and an officer is uh, around in, in a patrol boat, that patrol boat isn't about, isn't likely anyway, to start going around everyone going, where's that weed coming no. from? And trying to cite someone. No. It's just not the way it, it usually no. goes. Oh, we smell it, and then we see a boat or whatever, and it's the only boat in the area, and we stop it. Hey, we're doing a safety check. All right, we do this while you're missing that. And hey, you know what? I've got this. I got the smell in my nose. Right. <laughs> You know, walking around Vegas right now. But are you say, hold on, are you saying that 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 is a question that's relevant to the officer, and that that's something that they would be? I mean, if he's sitting there and he's made contact with you on the watercraft and he's checking everything, and all of a sudden he's just yeah, I got this this odor of right. I actually don't see though a whole lot. We do the sheriff's department roundup all the time. We're going to do it here shortly, and the 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 roundup has the names of everybody who gets booked into the La Paz County Jail for any reason. And I see possession of marijuana on there, but not to the extent of usually it's coupled with other charges. Honestly, if I see it on there, it's usually like, oh, they were doing this, this and this potentially. And, you know, possession of marijuana was another charge on there. Uh, but you also see a lot of DUIs that you don't know what the factors are. That could be a right, right. Heroin or it could be an opiate based or it could be marijuana or it could be alcohol. Yeah. And it, and it sounds like it's not a huge enforcement priority in the sense that it, officers are, are out there on marijuana patrols anymore. Oh, no. no one's doing marijuana patrols, either uh, San Bernardino so, or La Paz. So no. let's answer the question. No, I can tell you we're not going to be trying to seek people out if we smell it and try to chase them down. Okay, that's a good question, a good uh, answer. And, um, I mean, our our big thing is just... Safety. I mean, it's enforcement, counterclockwise traffic pattern, stuff like that. We just want to make sure you're safe. We're not going to go out there hunting you down. If you're yeah. doing something stupid, right? then, I mean, if you go by, I think I got uh, three, my guy's got three OUIs right in front of our boathouse within 25 yards, pulling a skier with a spotlight on the skier. My patrol boat's parked to the dock. Oh, okay, that's going to attract attention. Spotlight on the skier. <laughs> my boat's tied to the dock. The patrol boat is. Here comes a watercraft and sprays the boat. Mm. Well, guess what? You attract attention to yourself. Right. We're going to stop you and find out what the hell's going on. So be be common commonsensical. When you're reading yeah. the when you're reading the roundup and you hear a person pulled over for criminal speed and possessing marijuana for sale or methamphetamine for mm -hmm, sale, mm -hmm. that's drawing attention. Yeah. You know they're speeding to an eighty-five and a fifty-five, and then you know so there aren't too many things like possession of marijuana where the marijuana where we're seeking it out. And what I was going to say earlier is walking around Vegas right now. You mm -hmm. smell it everywhere. Of course, yeah. But I don't think any of us can really like pinpoint, pinpoint, where... turn our nose and follow the scent. It's it's just right. Yeah. Okay. But that's a good a good question. The guy says I appreciate the info. So, um, and I think I interrupted you. Were you? That say... was all I was going to say. Was it? You, okay. You can smell stuff all day long. It doesn't mean we're going to go running around trying to find it. Like and... like bloodhounds. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, okay, well, cool, cool. Um, I'm trying to think. So, so you say it's mostly uh, not stuff like OUI now. I mean, they're out there, and the guys are asking about it, and we're checking for it, obviously. Yeah. But it's it's just safe operation of the watercraft is, mm-hmm. is the big thing. Yeah. And so yeah. a lot of those things that come that, that are now being charged, what would you say is the most common charge off the water now? Uh, right now, they seem to be doing these stops and, I mean, just checking them for things that, okay, they're counterclockwise traffic patterns, so you want to inform them so they do the safety check and they're short of life jacket. And a lot gotcha. of that stuff is short of life jacket, but the thing is, if you're short of life jacket one or two, we carry them. We'll give them to you. Mm. We may give you the site on top of that right, or not, or we'll just give you the life jackets. And, yeah. and that's just what we do. Like I said, it's about safety. We're going to give you the life jacket. We might give you the site too, but pay or fine, whatever it is, and have you a, got a have free a good life day. jacket. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, we'll just give you a $30 life jacket if your fine's $30, and hey, you basically. And what, and what are the typical fines on? Uh, we have no idea you what don't they know. are. It just Ooh. depends on the court, I guess, and on what's what else is going on. Yeah. Uh yeah, it's crazy, you know. I and and I I, I guess um, you know when I see when I see San Bernardino out there, and I I don't see them quite as often as I see you guys on the on the river, but um, it's good to know what's going on. I mean, I guess it's it's just good public information. That's why I wanted to do this segment was because there's a lot of people with misconceptions about what it means to have a river that's got a state line down the middle of it and multiple agencies and all that kind of stuff. I mean, our boating safety office, our sheriff has, has done great. It's us in there. <laughs> San Bernardino County has an office in there and the Game and Fish. All three agencies have an office in that boathouse. All their boats are stored there too. I see. I did not know that. So, so that boathouse is a multi-agency yes. headquarters. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, San Bernardino had to drag their boat from wherever and they had no office space, anything like that that was close by. They've got an office in there now. Game and Fish is the same way. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. All right. Cool, cool, cool. Well, thank you guys for coming in. I really appreciate it. We'll do the Sheriff's Department roundup uh, in a second. Anything that we didn't get to that we need to add? I don't think so. I don't think so either. I, I think that was good. And if, I, if there's anything else, I'll maybe follow up with an email or something and, and you know, something that comes in after this. Uh, someone here says, biggest issue on the river for me is all the wake surf boats making the six-foot swells. <laughs> they are working on... Uh... Looking at that, uh, basically teak surfing, things like that, they call it, and uh, causing this big wake. Now, every boat operator is responsible for their wake. Is that when you don't have a rope and you're literally yeah, just and you're surf- literally surfing because they have these, these the bags in the big, boat? Yeah. I mean, I love wave. that. I think it's really fun. It's a good sport, but, I mean, I'm not sure how it affects other river users. I don't think very well, depending on what the other river users are trying to do. Well, what that person that's operating that boat that's creating that big wake has uh-huh. to understand, he is responsible for that. So if I'm at out there in a boat, just a 21-foot low transom boat, mm-hmm. and they go by me and they just swamp my boat. Well, guess what? I'm going after you. If my boats are all tied to the docks at Roadrunner, Sundance, Foxes, and you plow right by it and it bangs up against there and they damage those boats, the operator of that boat that caused that wake is responsible is for liable. it. Is liable. Wow. Yep. I never thought of that. Okay. So, yeah. So, you are responsible for the wake you create and what it does behind you. Right. So, be out away. You're supposed to be 60 feet off a dock anyway. So, be out there a little bit. I mm-hmm. mean, I know it's not that wide of a river, but, but so, don't be doing 10 feet off the dock to show yeah. off in front of Sundance Roadrunner or Foxes. Yeah. Well, and there are um, parts of the river that are wider than others. You can go to wide, wider sections of the river and do right. that. Yeah. And I mean, I, I do think it's a it's a really good uh, sport. I do. I mean, I just wish that there was more room. I guess Lake Havasu uh, up above the Take dam it on the lake. might yeah. be even better for that. Yeah. Um, 
someone says here, I got stopped last year and they gave me a throwable flotation device when I failed my safety inspection. It was very <laughs> cool of them. I didn't know that one was needed on the boat. So there was just uh, information and education and a life jacket for the guy. <coughs> and so that's really cool. Yeah, we, we like doing the handouts and, and giveaways. Um, unfortunately, when Sliff went away, a lot of that stuff went away. So the, I'm fun, trying... the funding is low for that stuff? It is. So I'm trying to work on a few things to get shirts out there for kids. I got caught wearing my life jacket again, and, and Frisbees are a big thing. That is that what the shirt says? The I got caught wearing my life jacket? Yeah. yeah. And it's like Schleck little... put one on the other day. Don't even. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. I had another question that was coming to my mind, and, I, and it's it's gone now. Uh, but yeah, if anyone else has any questions, you'd need to be real quick here and, uh, and we'll wrap this up, this up in just a moment. Is that the picture? Oh. <laughs> wow, Schleck, that is something else. Thanks. Is this one of the kids shirts that he's wearing? It is. That's fantastic. <laughs> that is just fantastic. Do you spend, how, what is your average day? Do you have an average day? Do you go up there to the, on the river or do you spend a lot of time at sort of Sheriff's HQ down in town? I'm here mostly, uh. Monday through Thursday, I'll be here, and then Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I'll I'll be on the water. Okay. I work on the water. Um, we're shorthanded. Mm -hmm. I've got we've got a lot of guys that have been sick and injured, or so my boat guys <coughs> cover the road. They get pulled in for that because got it. So I'm out on the water, and uh, I've got another two guys right now, and we've got some that just came out of the academy, and mm -hmm. when they're done with their FTO program, they'll come out. Yeah. And so I guess the, 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 the thing there is, you know, there is this attitude, and I guess it depends a lot on, on people's own experiences of law enforcement and how they've been treated in the past by law enforcement or what experiences they've had. And, and they may have fair characterizations or unfair characterizations of those, of those experiences. But when you're out on the water, there, there it seems to be almost like two, two categories of people, people who welcome the patrol boat coming by and think that they're doing a great job and, a, and an important job and people who just have an antagonistic kind of attitude like uh they're trying to just be out there like being wrecking my fun yeah wrecking my fun yep. and uh, so yeah. my sister came to visit mm -hmm. and she got um like a food poisoning oh man so don't tell went, me where she got she it i'll never mexico. she went to mexico oh okay <laughs> she came back up she got very ill well she's got a heart issue she always has and it caused her heart to go into palpitation had all kinds of problems so the reason for my story is i watched the fire department come to my home while she was visiting and they're fine they did nothing wrong mm -hmm. they but they took the, they were very methodical they put the block behind the tire and i just want them to get in here get in the house and help my sister and i'm watching them get all their gear i'm like come on and i'm standing there very frustrated was it a a, a medical uh, emergency yeah, kind of situation right. it was they did nothing wrong but the point i think i'm going to make is that it depending on a person's perception i think every cop should probably be a victim once just to see what it feels like, right, right. You know, to to be on the other side of of how you feel when people are enforcing something against you. Just like a, every medic should probably be on the. And I'm not saying we should go, you know, shoot, no. a, shoot a cop so that we can see, see how that feels. But the idea is like a taser. You know, before we carry a taser, we have to get shot with a taser so we're not indiscriminately just shooting people. Right, right. So I guess the point is, I kind of understand sometimes that when you are on the other end of receiving. Yes. A penalty from law enforcement i can understand they don't always like us if you say in your community right now i'm sick of the people speeding i want more enforcement i can assure you you're the first one that's going to get a ticket mm. when, when it just happens that way right you know? so it's not always no 
welcome and we no, understand it, that people it's not aren't always it's, welcoming to us yeah it's not always welcome and it's not and it's there can be all kinds of experiences that go along and people aren't necessarily right or wrong or you are let's put it this way you don't know if they're right or wrong when they're no. making their complaint no nope. <laughs> but um yeah and so i guess uh, you know you, you probably encounter all kinds of uh, people with all kinds of attitudes and um for what it's worth there are people on on our facebook right now saying they're doing a great job so there it is all right guys hey appreciate it very much uh, lieutenant schleck thanks for coming in appreciate it